Welcome to Monday Monday. We're Joey and Emma, bringing you a new, real, raw parenting podcast series. Talking to experts, celebrities, parents, and influencers to shine a light on the areas of parenting that are overlooked, unspoken, or not Instagram worthy. We say that every day is a Monday for a mama. Please subscribe, like, comment, and follow our journey on Monday Monday. Joey Kendall Brown, Emma Sarai Thank you for listening! Hello and welcome to Monday Monday. We are so excited to tell you guys that this episode is sponsored by Nano Baby. They are such a brilliant brand. They've just launched in the UK. They've designed the first baby bottle specifically for breast milk. So ideal for all you mummers out there who are breastfeeding and expressing. Nano Baby epitomises everything that Monday Monday is about. Preparing and empowering parents. Its unique design means it both cools down and warms up twice as fast as a standard shaped bottle, so it helps preserve the nutrients in the breast milk. And its breast-like shape means it's easy holding for little hands. It's super simple to use as you can pump directly into the bottle as it comes with an adapter that fits most pumps, so no chance of spillages. And finally, the bottles can stack on top of each other for easy storage in the fridge. Such a smart design. So whether you want to get your partner involved, you're struggling with feeding, have to return to work, or just need a break, it's the perfect companion on your breastfeeding journey. It's available in John Lewis, Mamas and Papas, or on NanoBaby's website at nanobaby.co.uk. Today we have the wonderful stylist, fashion journalist, host, new mum to grace and antonio brian you will have seen her grace our screens of this morning doing makeovers with holly willoughby and philip schofield live commentary from the baftas e-entertainment to talking trends at the clothes show live today we'll be delving into mum style and if this really exists fashion faux pas top style tips for pre and postnatal which brands are killing it body confidence and how we can maintain a positive internal conversation with ourselves about our own body image and more yay antonia thank you so much for joining us today thank you so much for asking me to be part of this well i was telling emma earlier that you literally have the most fashionable set in london all of your friends everyone seems to work in the industry don't they I do have, I mean, I think every girl would say her group of friends are the best. I have the best group of mates and they are all um, very stylish ladies. And new mums as well. Uh, Yeah, lots of new mums and most of them do work in fashion or in something creative. So I would say I do get a lot of inspiration from them. And I'm very honest. I'm like... (laughs) Lissy, where's that from? Because I need to buy it. It's not like when you're 14 and you're doing it on the sly. It's like, I need to buy that and wear it. So tell me where it's from. (laughs) I love that that women are happy to just share and want to share their sort of information. To be fair, we're looking like each other today. I know, it's so weird. This is sweet. We did this naturally. Yeah. Yeah, listeners, you can't see, but the girls are both wearing kind of military khaki. Yeah. (laughs) Khaki and white. we did this. Um, All Saints vibes. Yes. Yeah. It's called, um, I was reading an article on this in terms of that new, almost like a bit of a trend where people, lots of street style influencers are going to shows wearing the same outfit. There's um, like etiquette. It's like copycat. Oh, so wow. So there is etiquette. Accidentally on purpose. You know, so styling. not pretending. Yeah. Being like, oh my gosh, Joey, I can't believe you're wearing that. It's like, they plan you have it. to be honest. Yeah. You can't pretend you haven't already seen it on someone's feed. You know, uh-huh. there's etiquette to the copying, so don't That's nice. I like that. Yeah. Like Crediting people when it's due as exactly. well. Exactly. Love my shoes. First saw them on. Do, do, do. Great. Yeah, That's be honest. Yeah. 
it's the only way to be and especially on this podcast all it's all honesty isn't it on this all one? honesty and all about styling today, <laughs> yeah. so. oh it's got to be because it's such an honest uh moment i feel like i've just been at happy place festival mm-hmm. uh in your neck of the woods ish tatton park yes Beautiful. like literally my my park where i take the boys oh really yeah. that yeah. close yeah that close oh i wish i knew you should have come but Fern Cotton's Happy Place Festival, which yes. is this just feel good, great vibes, positive place to be. And I can't remember why I got onto this. Oh, honesty. Yes. Is that yes. Um, so just been a Happy Place Festival for the weekend. And it was just this, oh, everyone really connecting and sharing their most vulnerable stories and oh, it, it was such an amazing job. I wish yeah. I'd have known oh, about it. It was brilliant. Especially because the, the stone throw away from where I live. You had like Russell Brand, and then you had a documentary maker called Annie Price, who's brilliant and so hilarious. Didn't you do something with Joe Wicks as well? I'm sure yes, I saw yeah. you doing something on Instagram. I and think. interviewed Joe Wicks, who was a lovely man, mm-hmm. and he did a world exclusive on stage and announced he's expecting a second baby. Oh, yes. Now he wants five. Wow. No, they both want five. That is crazy. <gasps> yeah, but I mean, and so she's pregnant with her second, and Indy's one. Wow. Um, but it was just go. I'm going off on a tangent, but it feels like we're all in this time where everyone's very honest about their shortcomings, uh-huh. and people want to connect about what's challenging and what's real. Yeah, and help each other out and uh, advise. Yeah, and- exactly. Which I think I feel very lucky to finally be. Um, well. You couldn't send me back to my 20s. I think most people say mm. that. But also to be a mum in this generation yeah. where, you know, there's women like you making podcasts and doing, you know, sharing warts and all stories. Yeah. It's not all Pinterest and... Glamour. You know, filters. It's not all a photo shoot. It's amazing, but it's really, really Hard. fucking challenging sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important, I think, to be honest, because I found my early months of motherhood so hard and I found myself being very isolated and felt very lonely and I wish that there'd been somewhere that I could just go how do I do this who do Mm. I talk to I'm not enjoying this I want to be enjoying it why am I not and I felt guilty for feeling like why am I not enjoying this time I thought I'd be you know, cuddling my babies and reading books you and playing. And I feel, you know, feel a pressure to experience it like it's a hallmark yeah. card. Yeah, yeah. Which and, we that's all not put reality. so much pressure on ourselves about everything, but this is our, you know, our right as a woman that we're given this amazing gift to have children and for us all to then beat ourselves up when maybe you are having a hard day and yeah. you have, you know, blended cod and a sweet corn <laughs> chowder, and then it's been regurgitated <gasps> everywhere, yeah. which is currently Sounds like my, my situation. Yeah. Um, but somewhere that you can listen with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are a couple of parent podcasts, and I've kind of gone through and searched for, you know, what's going to talk about how I'm feeling yeah. today. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think everyone is more open. I love I'm it. so grateful for that. Yeah. And even just listening to a podcast, as you say, yeah. it's almost like, I'm not the only one. I'm not alone in mm. this. Yeah. You know, our parents did not have these, you know, the social media side, you know, part aside, but they didn't have these conversations. Mm. 
they so just got they on with the it. opportunity to literally speak to anyone I in the know. world like that's what's that's so amazing connected, really yeah through social media exactly and supporting each other so yeah it's see, that is really amazing yeah. how you two got yeah. together but rewind <laughs> rewind to why we have antonio oh here. yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> so firstly congratulations on the birth of your first baby thank you how are you finding motherhood is it oh, what you yeah. imagined i mean i can't really remember what i thought it was going to be it's i mean i'm very grateful every day and Throughout my pregnancy, you know, I'm a massive practitioner of gratitude because I felt very lucky that I was able to make a baby. Mm. Yeah. I really, really did. And, you know, you carried a full term. He was a bit early, two weeks early. He came out and I'm sure like both of you and every mother you talk to, it is a moment like nothing else and nothing prepares you. Mm. Nothing prepares you for how you look at your partner and love them so greatly that you've been able to do this together. Yeah. How you look at your baby. And I was so linked with my tummy. You know, we called him BM, baby monkey. Didn't know what we were having. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. Which I love. I really, that was so fun for us. I totally get why people find out. But um, so little BM and we were so ready for him. And then, you know, it's it's hard not to just peddle out loads of cliches, but it really is a roller coaster. Yeah. I felt very lucky that I had a partner in it. A friend of mine's a single mum, which I think must be, you know, hats off. I can't imagine how challenging that is. The sleep deprivation, mentally, you know, I've I've struggled with depression, well, gosh, since my teen years. That definitely has had moments where it's been really challenging. Mm. Uh, the good days are amazing and the hard days, I just remind myself, tomorrow's another day. But it's, it's kind of indescribable, really. Yeah, magical. And it changes every day. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> Everyone you know, says one it's a day. Phase. One day it's, oh my gosh, you know, I feel so grateful, I'm so in love, I'm such a good <laughs> baby. And the next day it's like, this is hell. How yeah. did you feel as like a, a mother? Did you like and being a stylist? Did you mm. keep your self confidence the whole way through pregnancy and into being a mother? Um, good question. I was so determined to be mentally well and remain calm and positive. That was my that was my total priority. Mm. Um, and so I just I rested a lot. I wore my Arquette tracksuit most days mm -hmm. um in terms of what I wore I mean we're obviously going to go into that properly but you know it's a strange thing you've it's not your shifting identity but you know you might have that outfit you love to wear when you've got a big meeting or that go to something or rather like that capsule all collection. of that changes yeah. and suddenly you're thinking oh my gosh you know, my trousers have popped the elastic that was doing the button up yeah. to the fastener, whatever it's called, <gasps> the button trick, up to the yeah. hole. Yeah, I did that and almost kind of engraved a button on my tummy. Um, but it's... Would it's, you say there's a thing such as mum style? I think there used to be. Mm. I think there used to be a real pregnancy uniform. Um, what comes to mind, which are definitely pieces that I have worn and enjoy wearing, but you know, like a stripy jumper, mm -hmm. um, a pair of 
Topshop skinny jeans. They are the best in terms of maternity. They're right up there. But I don't know why you have to suddenly dress like a mum. Yeah. Which is why, you know, Zoe DePass setting up Dress Like a Mum, mm. she was like, why having a baby? You know, why should I dress differently? Yeah. I love pink. I love colour. I love dungarees. I d why do I need to change that? Mm. So I, I do think it's really changed. And yeah, it doesn't, you don't have to dress a certain way. No. Yeah. I, I found that, I found that really sad. Like you're trying to find yourself after a baby mm. and then you're looking at what there is to offer and mm -hmm. there's nothing that is you. Mm. I ended up wearing my partner's clothes. It's, yeah. it's, it's definitely a way forward doing that. Yeah. And I actually, and I actually, and I don't know, the trend was in at the moment to wear oversized stuff, but I wore all of his wardrobe mm. because I felt like it was more me than what was that to offer. So I ended up not buying that much because I wore his mm. stuff. Yeah. And I thought, this is ridiculous. There should be more to yeah. offer. But it's also, it is a short time. Mm -hmm. Yes, for some people, it of course feels like an eternity, but. I didn't feel pressure to invest in a big pregnancy no. wardrobe. I literally couldn't wait to get rid of mine either. I was like throwing it in the bin yeah. <laughs> as fast as I possibly could and clinging on to my old self-identity and totally. doing the elastic band thing. Like literally, I did not want to let go of my old life. No, because so much changes. Your skin mm. changes. Your hair. hair changes. Um, you know, I, I was having breakouts. You've got this itchy tummy. And you just kind of want some comfort from the life that is on hold. Mm -hmm. You'll go back to it, but you kind of do want to hold on to a little bit that feels like you, mm. which is, I mean, I just have a few tips that I always say to people. Well, I do a monthly column for Baby yes. Magazine. Who We started that conversation when they approached me and they were like, the way you are doing pregnancy dressing is really refreshing mm. because it's, it's not just maternity clothes. It's actually just wearing normal clothes. And making them work with your new body. And making them work. Yeah. So, you know, should you buy something, you shouldn't waste that money and just buy a maternity piece. You can buy something that will see you through to the postnatal as well. Mm -hmm. um, there are a couple of brands that I loved and now always pedal to my friends. Arquette mm -hmm. is great. I had some really nice, which exactly I still wear now, some really nice knitted elastic waist wide leg trousers. And they have loads of elastic trousers. Yeah. But they're not like pregnancy So you can wear them ones. under bump. Exactly. Because for me, I'm a really hot person. That whole big thick jersey double layered over my bump. That slips down it, anyway. <laughs> oh, that, that just did not wash with me. <laughs> Arquette is brilliant because you can size up uh -huh. or they have elasticated waistlines so that for me was great um and then a lot of my uh um for me the basics are really important it's a little bit more expensive but joseph basics mm -hmm. just soft jersey cotton and which i love pulling down over my hands because mm. i had a baby in january so it was kind of that end of winter and also to anyone listening who is pregnant or hoping to get pregnant um, I found wools very itchy. So suddenly it was deep winter mm -hmm. and I couldn't wear any of my jumpers. So under layers and soft layers are 
of paramount importance yeah. just to be cozy and actually comfy. layering in general I remember layering. because you get so many hot flushes and I was like yeah. commuting on the tube and I'd be like leather jacket on leather jacket off yeah. shirt off t-shirt off like literally I'd almost be naked by the time I got to work and then you're putting everything back on again I know because I have you know like a big duck down Woolwich Parker which I love but one big layer stops working when you're mm-hmm. pregnant you yeah. do need you know, maybe a lovely scarf that you can then store in your handbag. And, you know, layers are key because they will work with the heat. Because by the end, you are carrying that massive hot water bottle with you, obviously, everywhere. <laughs> yeah. When um, we're talking about a lot about sort of when you're pregnant, but after, mm. when would you advise to start buying a new wardrobe or some new yeah. clothes? after baby that it's a really good question because I'm very much in it at the moment um I my son is eight months and I think well I think women shouldn't put pressure on themselves at all in terms of this baby weight bullshit Mm -hmm. um I think there is no there's no fixed time for when you should be you know back in your pre-pregnancy clothes whatever I think when you feel like like your body can take on some changing rooms. I think if you feel like oh God, you know those what are changing rooms. I, I know exactly. <laughs> I think it takes a bit of preparation. You need to go with loose layers. You need to go with easy slip-on shoes. You need to have water and a snack. Go on your own. No kiss. Don't go with a mate because you'll feel you know, self-conscious. Won't you'll you? feel self-conscious. Ditch the babes, leave them with your partner, take your time. And I think when you mentally feel back in a place to do that, you know, whether you're able to nip to Selfridges or it's a case of going to your local top shop or wherever, M&S, it just needs to be when you mentally think you can, can take it. Because mm. if you do that too soon, you know, those 360 mirrors, on a bad day, that could actually break me yeah and also <laughs> I suppose day, I might be like you know what I made a baby my body is amazing yeah yeah it's it's dimply and soft and pouchy in different areas that's fine I just need a new pair of jeans I you suppose know? as well you don't want to do it too soon because you might end up having to buy the same things again because you're exactly. not quite back at your body just be kind to yourself it's something that almost like a mantra I probably remind myself at least daily because I think all of us have that vicious voice. And sometimes it's just like, you're doing good. Just take it slow and don't hurry yourself. If you can't get your jeans anywhere near your ass from pre-pregnancy, just who cares? Yeah. Buy a really nice pair of wide leg, elasticated, in a dark colour, navy's your friend, Mm -hmm. and just... You'll get back in them at some point. There's yeah. just no pressure. Let it happen naturally. Exactly. I think you look at your body in a different way. I mm. was very aware of my body coming from the industry that I was in before, back in my teens um, and twenties, um, about what my body looked like, how I felt comfortable, at what size I felt comfortable. And then when I had my twin boys, I had a, a whole new love for my body. Oh, and respect. It, yeah, respect. A total and, respect. And then it was so weird because I was like, wow, I don't, I'm not conscious of what size am I? I don't care anymore mm. I just love my body now for what it's done and and if 
I stay like this, it's fine. And if I go back to what I was before, then fine. But I felt for once in my life, happy. Yeah. Mm. Not everyone will feel that because there's hormones going on. There's things. But for me, I it, it gave me a, a different perspective mm. Mm. on myself, which was really quite refreshing, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. because our bodies have produced something so perfect. Yeah. And... The fact that our bodies can do that, I don't think you ever feel, you know, grown up or clever enough to make a baby. And Mm. then you make one and it's easily the biggest achievement that you'll ever have. And then to get bitchy about not fitting into your old skinnies, just be kind to yourself Mm. because it's only you, everyone else thinks you look amazing. Yeah. As you're running around after, you know, a screaming toddler. Mm. A furious adolescent, whoever, <laughs> yeah, an annoyed husband, <laughs> always annoyed husband. Yeah, I actually found it gave my self identity back because I was so lost in the sleep deprivation mm. and like the exhaustion and the mundaneness of being at home all day, not wanting to leave the house because yeah. you might forget a nappy or a bottle or something like that. And so for me, getting into my old clothes was almost like a whole new wardrobe without Mm. even investing in something else. Yeah. Because it was exciting to get that piece of me back when I'd lost so much of myself to having a baby, essentially. Mm. And it's a long time. Before going on holiday, I had just a total shit fit about trying to find a bikini. Mm. I've stopped breastfeeding now. Um, At the time I was still breastfeeding, I couldn't find a bikini. I had completed ASOS. Everything looked like I was gonna be on Love Island. It was like (laughs) hell. And I, um, my husband was like, I just don't see what, what's the big, what's the big deal? You're mm. just, it's not like you're being really over the top. And I was like, listen, mate, I dressed a different changing figure for the best part of 10 months. And now I've been breastfeeding for seven months, mm. meaning you have to wear something that, so you can breastfeed. So I haven't actually just dressed for myself. I haven't opened my wardrobe and thought, Oh, I really feel like that little gingham dress. You know, it's, it's, there's a slight change in the freedom of what you can wear and what works with your different body. Yeah, so I slapped that down pretty quickly. And he's like, oh my God, I'm really sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. Well, just, you know, watch yourself because I'm angry. And there's so much, you're adjusting so much all the time. Like you said, from the moment you're pregnant to then post-pregnancy you're still trying to find and settle into something mm. that is you, whatever the new you is. Yeah. Or if it's just you finding it. Oh, the just, new normal. Yeah. I love that. I love those words together. Yeah. What sort of key pieces did you buy in that kind of new breastfeeding stage? I I bought a denim uh, boiler suit mm-hmm. that buttoned down um, because I did find some nice bras that had that double layer you know where it's a strap and then you open so you don't feel so bare-breasted as in you know you don't feel like you're quite so exposed so I bought a boiler suit I bought I mean I'm I love a shirt anyway Mm -hmm. I definitely wore lots of my husband's shirts um I had weddings which presented a totally different problem uh and with that I mean just lots of button down yeah because I, nothing was, you know, special pieces designed for breastfeeding. It was just pieces that maybe had a stretchy neckline so I could 
easily breastfeed or buttons. Do you think brands are doing enough at the moment for that kind of post-pregnancy? No, I don't. And I also think people, brands seem to want to distance themselves from that pregnant, post-pregnant demographic. I think I suppose because it's, it's fleeting, you know, in every woman's life. It's not such a long time. But there's always someone that's pregnant. And there is always going to be someone that's pregnant. Because, I mean, finding out that Zara did maternity mm. wear, delighted, as many women are. But trying to find it through the labyrinth, hidden under layers of secret <laughs> shops on their website. It's like... Just make it easy. Can't you just step forward and help us, guide us? And yes, if it is... Uh, a, an audience that you know you're going to cater to and then lose they're going to support and probably come back and recommend you to their friends for their second baby I don't know but brands it's it's the breastfeeding that I found myself in Selfridges with Grayson this really sweet woman helping me out because I just stood there with my pants on but with my bikini bottoms on too you've got to keep your pants on <laughs> And, you know, I've got one enormous engorged boob and one slightly milking boob and a screaming baby. And I was just like, I've got to go on holiday and I feel rubbish. I don't have a bikini. And she was very sweetly a mum of two. She was like, it's okay. Don't you worry about it. You just, it can be hard. Yeah. Yeah. That's really nice to have had someone sort of. It was. Like just say. Because yeah. even just that one person just saying, it's okay. And yeah. I've experienced Don't you it. think motherhood it's unites amazing. everyone? It puts everyone on one level and everyone is just kind to you, aren't they? It really does. And I find toddlers want to chat to Grayson. Old women want to kind of squeeze his cheeks on the 73 bus. <laughs> I do find it just puts you out there with everyone. I'm told it's like having a puppy. Everyone <laughs> wants to talk to you. It's so true. And with twins as well. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. Uh, it, I always stop. I always stop babies. I always have. But do also you get twins. the same questions? It's so funny. But if I take the twins out and the puppy, we are like entertainment. Have you for, got a puppy as well? Yeah. We got are Hugo. You mad? We are. We got <laughs> Hugo at eight weeks old. That same week, we found out we were eight weeks pregnant with twins. And that same week, we found out that we got the house that we wanted. Oh, All in the space of one week. God. Don't so they say good things come in threes? Or is it bad things come in threes? No, good things. And good. it was. It was yeah. great. Oh, good things and bad. But this is obviously this good. Is yeah, very yeah, good. That is, um, that's quite intense. So it's like having triplets, really. But yeah, oh my it's... gosh, a puppy and a house move and twins. Yeah, we were renovating. I mean, hero. Why do we all do that to ourselves? I don't know. We renovated as well. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, and we were, I pulled out the sofa bed and our mattress was in here and it was just boxes, boxes, boxes and it was Christmas. So my husband was like, oh, there's this Christmas party. I'm like, just go. And we're, we're sleeping in the living room. I've got <gasps> friends on Netflix. I watched the whole, all series. No I've way. Got, I completed Friends. I did too. Yeah. I cannot believe that we've done both it. done the same yeah. thing. I've, I've now seen definitely without fail every episode every episode me too because my partner is a huge friends fan and he always used to say you're not a friends fan yet and i'm like i am now because i've yeah. literally watched them back to back <laughs> right. i wonder if other people other women have done the same thing with friends probably definitely well, they must it's just have. it's so comforting it is it's like hanging i know it sounds so cliche it's like, it's like hanging out with friends I, know. I wish they were our friends wouldn't that be amazing i know yeah. <laughs> yes 
I when you were talking about um, when you were trying to get a bikini, um, I I um, combination fed my boys um, up until three months, um, which was all kinds of craziness. Um, since giving birth and having the boys my boobs were a double d mm-hmm. and then they've gone down to a c cup which mm-hmm. i've never had happen to me i've never i've always been quite bigger boobed mm-hmm. and to be honest i've always in. wanted to have smaller boobs to fit into certain tops that i couldn't so in a way i'm quite enjoying my new shape but i now don't know what type of bra to get because i used to wear no um support um mm-hmm. um and also currently i feel like i'm my body's still changing so my maternity bras obviously don't fit. Mm-hmm. My old bras don't fit. So I went to M&S and bought some bras. And within two weeks, they were too uh, oh, big for me. this is exactly so where I don't know I'm when. At. I don't know when you're meant to invest. Or, you know, is there somewhere that I... Because I'm in a crappy crop top, which is no good for my poor, poor boobs. Oh, yeah. What I would like to do is go to a multi-brand department store... And oh, but you're so right. When? When's the right time? Because mine deflated no right after yeah. stopping breastfeeding ten days ago. But they're kind of different every day. Yeah. I would really like at some point to properly buy some nice bras that kind of hoist my boobs back from my waist <laughs> and also look slightly attractive. Mm. This is it. Because my underwear, even pre-pregnant, was really bad. Mine too. Mine too. Never matching. Oh, I mean, God, matching is the least of my problems. Mine are just so, like, threadbare and I love a granny pant as well. Absolutely. Isn't it funny? I think everyone's I actually recently updated all of mine because I had the same problem. I I think I went up to, like, an H when I was breastfeeding. Wow. Like, my boobs were bigger than Knox's head. So that was, like, (laughs) a whole different world of big boobs. And then um, now they've shrunk. And I would say they're, like, a double D-E now. But like you say, I want the big lift. So I've got Wonder Bra, actually. And literally the padding. And also it's great for kind of stopping the baby kicking you and bashing you. Like, I don't know if Grayson is is the same. He does. But literally knocks it all over me. heels in them. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I use those. And then I updated my underwear as well. So there's no real right time then maybe to get a bra. It's just maybe... Don't moment. spend too much and just get a couple just to see you through the weeks. Because my partner was like, Emma, there's no point in you going and buying stuff yet. Because mm. we I don't know where your body's going to go right. to at some point. Totally. Maybe now. I don't know. I don't think in terms of when to buy decent postnatal underwear, there is a fixed answer. Because mm. I'm I'm definitely figuring that out myself at the moment. Isn't there a saying, like, you're meant to update your bras every six months? It's crazy. Like, really? I know it's quite Because that's expensive. Yeah, very expensive. Because I'm... Mm. I'm exactly the same as you, Emma, in that my pre-bras are now just too big. And I've packed away my breastfeeding ones, uh, meaning I just have these funny little crop tops, Mm. which are cosy, but I need to look after these babies. You know, the girls. Yeah. (laughs) At some point. Don't you hate it when people say that? The girls. But one day I'm going to get myself down to Selfridges and I'm going to buy myself some goddamn nice matching bras and pants. Yes. Well, it's funny For me be- more than anyone. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Because it makes you feel so good, doesn't and then try it? And, and try and keep on top of that so you're not wearing threadbare mm. knickers, which we all seem to be doing. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So we've talked a lot about style and what we can wear and everything like that, but what would be your three most important accessories? So how to kind of 
style up your mum uniform? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, well, I definitely think a standout pair of earrings. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that is, you know, just oversized metallic or if you want to go tasseled, beaded, super, you know, chandelier embellished. Because I think when pregnant, if you do keep an outfit really simple, you know, uh, even just like a white tee and your favorite pair of jeans, then you can always dress it up with an oversized blazer and a pair of earrings. And it's kind of bringing people's attention up from your bum, that is such up a good point. from your bump a little bit, and so that and you know I'm, my hair's always pretty low key, so that and slick back bun and a bit of lippy, mm-hmm. um, earrings are so great for that. Um, another one, I think, I'm trying to, I'm really trying to think back to my pregnancy now. Uh, I have, or even lot. afterwards as a mum yeah. as well, like because obviously we're mm. short of time, aren't we? Yeah. So how can you make our white t-shirt denim like this is our uniform isn't it yes. same same yes. as exactly yeah. what you've got on um i think another great accessory would be printed scarf nice just like a little um a silk printed scarf zara always pedal out really good ones i've got stripes polka dots multicolored Black and white. And so around the neck or in the hair? Yeah, so I will, exactly. So it might be that my hair's up and it's dirty, but I just tie a scarf around it. So that makes me feel a tiny bit more polished, even if I'm not wearing any makeup. Or even um, weaving it through, this is more so postnatal, but you could kind of weave it through your belt loops. Just adds a little bit of colour. And if it's not the colour or the print, and if that all sounds a bit fussy, then just... I've got a really nice polka dot scarf, which when I feel like I'm looking really, not boring, but just quite, you know, really pared down, it kind of excites the wardrobe a little bit. Um, but God, I mean, for me, sunglasses. Yeah. Because... Hiding those bags. I'm hiding those bags. <laughs> and I kind of feel a little bit like they're my superhero cape. I feel like when I wear sunglasses... I could bump into a friend and they wouldn't see me. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm hiding from the world. And I think sometimes that is just what you need. Oh God, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Honestly, you've inspired yeah. me to go and get some sunglasses. Just, and I just feel like even fun ones. And that. the scarf. I've just kind of, well actually, Knox always wears a bandana. So maybe I should twin with him. Oh, do, do it. And wear a I've scarf. I've got lots of bandanas. And then also, you're kind of ready should there be some impromptu vomiting yeah. or you need an emergency If bib. I dribble. You <laughs> dribble, he dribbles. Uh, but I would say sunglasses and mine are not very expensive but I have loads. Like I have ones with pink frames or pink lenses and sometimes I remember just having this really stressful day. We were renovating. I was nine months pregnant and I went out and I was listening to Michelle Obama on audiobook which if you haven't done, do it. It's like 20 hours of Michelle Obama just being inspiring um and I went out and I just I needed a cry Mm. so I went for a walk in my ankle length bomber jacket and I had a really good cry and I was wearing my red sunglasses the pink lenses and everything did just look a bit rosier oh I love that it really did and they're super inexpensive 